Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Obviously, this is a Star Wars episode, episode 381. Where me and my man, Matt, are finally able to talk a little Star Wars. We haven't had a Star Wars book that we're covering in a couple weeks, but it's back with a vengeance. Star Wars number 21, an issue that me and Matt really did like, which you'll get to hear in a second. Before that, though, head over to the Twitters at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Go to our Instagram, WeirdScienceComic. And then finally, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. All of these will be in the show notes. So you can click on those and go right to them. And over on our Patreon, what we end up doing first off, this episode and the Star Wars episodes usually go up a couple days in advance. They go up on Friday when me and my man, Matt, end up talking and recording. But there's other things as well. One of the big things each and every week. We have a separate Patreon-only podcast where we talk about two of the books from that week's Marvel books. Two of the books picked on a poll by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Uh, uh, And whatever they pick is what we talk about. And this week, they ended up picking some pretty big ones. Strange, number one, starting that new series. And also, what if Miles Morales, number one. And that's the thing. Usually, the badasses end up picking the number ones for themselves i'll give you a little bit of a hint coming up this week the week that we're just about to start it looks like they're gonna do that once again but we'll talk about that next week but yeah they usually pick the number ones and if you want to hear all the stuff that we talk about me and jason ended up talking about like i said strange number one and miles morales the what if book it was almost an hour long podcast with those two but that is it for the housekeeping duties here we're going to go off. We're going to talk a little Star Wars. Me and my man, Matt, Dr. Matt, he is known by. We're going to go into Star Wars number 21. All right. And I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we Glad actually to have be back. books. I'm, I think people might have thought we bailed on this. <laughs> and I said to you before we started recording the idea that I had I hadn't mentioned I was going to end up doing other shows for that slot. But then I was like, eh, I'm too lazy for that. But yeah, also. It's this is what we do here, the the Star Wars stuff. And I thought, why am I having to do this? Because it does seem that the Star Wars books have had a ton of delay. And I hate to say the idea, and I did say it this past regular Marvel Comics podcast, the idea, hey, there's no Star Wars books coming out. We're aware that there are High Republic books coming out. Mm -hmm. This is something that we're, we're not dummies. We're aware of it. We're just not talking about those. So I probably should have made it a little clear, but I thought, I don't want to get into that argument or whatnot, but we have the main title, Star Wars, Star Wars number 21, to talk about. And I don't know, with a little bit of a break, and it's been a while, uh, coming back to this, I was kind of pumped up. And I mm-hmm. do like that you kind of come back here with the start of a story that we wanted to have, and it felt like, you know, kind of just a fresh start, as Eric Shea would whisper. How many months back, back are we going day? on this? Probably six, seven months back yeah, on this one? Yeah, because it's all the stuff with... Before you know, Crimson, whatever. Yeah, it is It is before the whole Crimson. It's all oh, the, the war stuff of the with Shara. Wars, yeah. 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 yeah, because Shara Bay was, you know, trapped on the Tarkin's will, the, the Star Destroyer, and they kept mentioning it, but never really doing anything with it. And we do end up seeing... 
that she is able to survive and how, but it, the time is a ticking. And the problem is, is that they have to go and save her. But what are, you know, what's Mon Mothma? What is she going to do? They're kind of on the run themselves. And mm-hmm. the Tarkin's will is what they're running from. I think that when she ends up and when we get to it, when she talks to Kess and says, yeah, we'll get to that eventually. We, we, you know, that the idea that Shara, she wouldn't want us to, Shara sends a message like, I'm going to get out of here. I got to try to get out. And now you have Kess like, holy crap. We got to go. The only problem I thought was it'd be funny if you end up Kess is on his way. Yeah, she's she's on his way back and they just flip flop. Now, then I'd be angry. But yeah, because she basically said, don't do anything, dude. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, and I'm going to get out. I'm going to go out. Yeah. And and the idea, I think that at this point, by the end, he's just going saying, well, she didn't arrive yet. And maybe he's just going to, you know, knock some heads in, too, because he does mm-hmm. say I like when he gets fired up. But. You end up having this again, Star Wars number 21, written by Charles Sewell, art by Marco Castillo and Ramon Rosanis, colors by Rachel Rosenberg and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. A very, very quick crawl here. While our heroes desperately search for ways to topple the Empire, one of the Rebellion's bravest members has infiltrated the Tarkins' will. And I think, you know, of all of the other characters and side characters, I really do like Shara Bay. I think mm-hmm. that she's pretty cool. And she shows that she is, she's the, I mean, I'm telling you, Kess is pretty tough, but Shara is real tough. I'm thinking that you end up Poe, and obviously the, these are Poe's parents. So we, and that's the funny thing about it. We know that they survive, right? But uh-huh. there's still tension with it. I actually still felt some tension, but I blame Kess. I think it's Kess's awful sense of humor that he passes on to Poe po. that I can't stand. <laughs> but with that, you end up going and, I even thought the idea, because if you're just jumping in here, and some people would have been jumping in since the War of the Bounty Hunters, I think that one of the coolest things, and they do end up, and Charles Sewell is aware that we have not had this story in a while. Yeah, a lot of recap. Uh, Recap and characters just saying their names, but I Mm -hmm. actually, I get angry sometimes at that, but not here because it's been so long. It was a good refresher. One of the big things about this that I think is the coolest thing is that the Tarkin's will was damaged during the destruction of the Death Star. All these people want to take it back. Most of the people on the ship led by Zara ends up that they had family and friends that died in the Death Star explosion. And I think it's a cool idea that they don't repair the ship. It's kind of crazy, but it's like that badge of honor. We're not going to repair the ship. And I think that that's kind of the coolest thing of this because it gives the ship its own little look, even though it's just a Star Destroyer. But it does end up letting Shara hang out in the bad parts of the ship. I agree about not restoring the ship. I think that's awesome. But I don't agree about leaving dead bodies rotting inside. They've left dead bodies rotting in there. Like people – like it's to say, listen, this destruction was from the destruction of the – but the people who were on board the Tarkin's Will who ended up dying in these parts, you might have wanted to clean things up. It's a little disgusting. Yeah, I because mean, if they're going to... shows you don't even have funerals for them. Yeah, if they're going to avenge their family that died, I'm sure some of these people that died on here are their family as well. Yeah, so yeah. So think... they're just laying there. It's that's just a, That's a forced way to get it so that Shark... Because she ends up in all this is she sends a communication to the rebels about the coordinates of where the Tarkin's Will is. Kind of weird because it's probably moving around, but... Also, uh, a message to Kess. And in the Kess deal, she does tell how she's like, I'm in this area. There's no 
nothing going on. There's no probes, nothing, because they keep this by itself because this was the destruction that happened during the Death Star or whatever. Once they got to, and there's dead bodies around, and I'm using their food and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that might be a little too much. Uh, again, you're you're almost saying that you didn't have funerals for these people, mm-hmm. even though the basis of this is to honor the dead. Yes. And not even just the dead on the Death Star, which is mostly what they're doing, but there's dead on the ship, too, that they're just leaving there. <laughs> Disgusting. And also the idea that at this point, you know, it, it's been a while. These bodies should be complete rotten, and I, maybe you should show them as skeletons, and it would make I me feel better. I thought that, too, the I second time I was reading it. These, they were like, these should be skeletons. They shouldn't be. Because this is the end of New Hope. I know that not a time, but between New Hope and Empire, they had to go. But, I mean, this is a long while, and you're <laughs> not, there, there's no real systems going on here. It's not like they're cryogenically frozen. or anything. It's weird, but you end up where it's kind of a funny, cool thing here where she is trying to get by. She ended up getting, you know, like anybody who goes on any sort of imperial deal, you grab a stormtrooper suit and you put it on. Mm-hmm. She has to mention in her message to kind of, kind of stinks. Yeah, because the body was rotting in it. I mean, seriously. <laughs> but the thing with this, though, is first off, she ends up grabbing some armor that is, I mean, I guess all of it's beat up. They're all dead in this, but. I like where she gets shade thrown at her by one of her, what would be a higher officer who sees mm-hmm. a stormtrooper. And I, this guy, he's, this is why it always works to have old codes. These people don't follow rules. You end up having, you know, the idea of Shara, she's sending out a illegal communications. This guy walks by, sees a stormtrooper where he shouldn't be and says, Hey, what are you doing? And you almost have Shara like, I give up. I mean, she doesn't know what to say. Yeah. And he's like, I know what you're doing. I mean, everything is jumping to conclusions with these Imperials. I, I know what you're doing. You're just laxing off. And I like where Shara doesn't just say, you got me. She's like, no, sir. I'm not. Stop pushing it, Shara. Now, with that, there is a funny <laughs> thing because he says, what is your designation? What is your deal? And she does end up saying TK510. And mm-hmm. that actually, there is a stormtrooper with that designation that is in the Star Wars Galaxies video game. The, really? You know, the MMO. Yeah. Did you ever play that? I actually no. liked it at first. I like. It was very wonky. It always had some problems with it. And I did play it for about a year and really enjoyed it. But it was one of the things where there was a stormtrooper, TK510, that was guarding a statue of Palpatine, I believe, on Naboo. During Empire Day, you had these, you know, different things that you'd have uploads and things like that to have these celebrations. Empire Day, the the holiday that we rarely hear about now. Yeah, and right? <laughs> you know, Life Day, yes. Empire Day, no. no. But yeah, you just stand there and, and guarded the Palpatine statue. It was kind of funny when I, I looked it up and I'm like, seems like it's familiar. And I don't even remember. I think I may have seen this guy when I played, but I, I, it, I may not have. But it seemed weird. Because I thought this was going to be something, and it was. Something, so you're saying it's like not, a callback to that, or yeah, whether or not they did be, it right? by accident. But it's you could have done anything. Yeah, why not do you can this? Make up so, something every different every time. Yeah, yeah. So it is funny that that's the deal. And but you have this officer who basically is like, "Listen, you're not a technician. You're oh, I get it. You're slacking off. You know, hey, and no, no, sir, I'm going. Well, look at your shoddy armor." It almost ends up being that you're in, like, Catholic school and you didn't tuck in your shirt. Mm-hmm. This armor's destroyed. Plus, it probably does stink. It's got stink. holes in it. It stinks. She end, it's funny. She ends up specifically saying, 
It doesn't stink on the outside, but it does in. Is that just so this guy didn't mention it? Like a, a retro, like, oh, man, you got to take a shower there, buddy. Maybe, yeah, maybe. She ends up, maybe. She ends up going. I like when you see her climbing up walls and things. Now, the minute that I get back to my secret area, right? First off, I'm looking for at least a new helmet. A new new helmet, new chest Shining plate. some things up. I mean, yeah, just get, get the buffer out. I think that with this, you have Shara there where she's doing her things, right? But she probably has at least 20 hours of downtime. I mean, what are you going to do besides just sit, sit there around? and clean that thing? Yeah, sit and clean it. Do <laughs> I know again you're going to want to do this because you're going to, like the Tarkins will. You need to have something to designate this as her because I think that when you do end up having Kess and what will be the Pathfinders and Starlight Squadron teaming up, which I think is really cool. I think you're going to need to see this real shoddy arm. Oh, my God, that's her. And I think you'll get a play of her taking the helmet off almost like Luke when he goes to see save Leia, see, but in an opposite way. See, on my ship, my ship, if I'm in charge of the ship, stormtroopers are not wearing helmets. They're yeah, walking around. Yeah, really. See, walking clearly around identifiable. Like yeah. Hey, maybe they don't want that. Then they start acting. That's again. That's like a Catholic school. Somebody's there. Oh, we'll let them wear like a hat, and then I'll help. But you just need close. to be infiltrated one time in your history, and then that, that there would be a no helmet policy. You, you know? know what I think's gonna happen? Here's here's <laughs> just my crystal ball that I'm gonna say. I think that the Starlight Squadron and the pet they're gonna get captured when they show up. Shara's gonna have to end up breaking out and getting them out and you'll have a loop deal like that. I don't know, but by the Maybe. end of this, I don't she's gonna have to break free or whatnot. But you end up where this message goes in and you do have Kess listening to it and he's we gotta go get her. And Mon Mop was like, No, you know, she's cool, she's okay, she's a- you see or hear in this message, she realizes, Shara, I'm saying, I, I got to get out of here. So she does have a plan. It's a cool plan. I mean, it, at first, I didn't quite get what she was saying. She has to go. She needs something that's going to have hyperdrive. So she's going to get one of those, you know, the the Imperial crew. The, yeah, the one that Darth it? rides around on. Yes, the, the crazy things like that, that is able to go in hyperspace. So she ends up, like, rigging it so it seems like it needs to have repairs because She's been hanging out, seeing, and it's it's not going to be easy to just grab that in the hangar bay. She needs to go grab it while it's being repaired. Yeah, so, so she she'll deliberately sabotage it, yeah. with, and she'll keep and the that's part, cool. and then she'll fix it. And then she'll off. just go in and says, I can go in, boom, parts in, and I'm out in 10, ten seconds. seconds. She yeah, said, and ten says, Kess, I'm probably, like, look out the window now. When you get this, I'm probably showing up. And, <laughs> and then has to mention that when I come back, I'm going to have to send out the signal because I don't want to be shot down. Uh, by the That's rebels and thinking that yeah so everything's charles was is making sure he's dotting his i's and crossing his t's here but she does end up saying at the end hey listen i i think they're gonna figure me out this is why i have to go and yeah they talk about this commander zara who's on the ship and she seems really badass and she seems like somebody you know they call her a hunter and she's able to fight so i better get out of here because i think she's now with that it seems like it's too little. If I, I, it's weird because you have a full star destroyer. She's in command. She's going after Leia and Luke, and really has that personal vendetta against mm-hmm. them because of what happened to Tarkin. But you end up where it seems like it's like these little things. She definitely is hands on. She knows everything. She's all about the details. The idea that they say to her. Hey, listen, because she sees like there was a transmission. Okay, that's odd, but maybe some. It could be somebody 
calling his girlfriend or something. I don't know. But she's like, that was weird. But there's other things. She almost has figured out everything here. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know that there's somebody here. They're a rebel. I think it's the one that was in that ship because you did have the Starlight Squadron attack. So Yeah, they're reviewing the film and everything. Yeah, she's like going down. She's like Peyton Manning here going down <laughs> with the film. You're like, okay, you go there. It's like Tony Romo. She, she's playing the deal. It's that one there. I mean, she knows everything. They're in this section because it's not start sweeping. And again, this ends up where she's got to get out there. The one thing that I thought was too over the top was when they're like, I don't know. We had this report and there was a stormtrooper with real crappy armor. I don't know. TK510. Right away. There's no TK510 here. She doesn't even have to look at the computer. How many stormtroopers yeah, are I, on I, this yeah, deal? I, I, didn't, I didn't read it that way. I just read it as she was completing, completing a sentence. But you're right. If she knows that, she's nuts. Sometimes the designations are actually just dead. Like everybody on a ship would have that same debt. So maybe that's what she's saying because you end up having, I think, I and I'm saying this, I think it's the TK410 was the designation of all the stormtroopers on the Death Star. So they all had that, but then their own little pre- – so maybe she's saying that. It's it's a very idea. Somebody will check me on that. I, I well, it's like believe. the clone troopers. They just had different – they didn't have names. They just had numbers. Yeah, and, and so there are like why does – like, you know, when you have people in the mm-hmm. cosplay where they have their squadrons to go, they have usually a TK number for all of them as well. But so maybe she's like, okay, there's 10 different – you know, deals here with the end of it, and I don't recognize that, but she seems to know it right away. Like, no, that's not it. So, with all of this, you do have Shara put her plan in. She ends, and then it's a shuttle. I don't know why I couldn't remember the name shuttle. Yep, the shuttle, yeah. She goes, she rigs the shuttle. I mean, really, it's as easy as almost like it. And I like that Charles Soul keeps it easy. Like, it just takes, you know, a little circuit out there, a little breaker. And okay, this pops up. We got to go check it out. I don't know why if it's something that easy, they don't just come down. Like instead of sending it off to the shop, they just have a guy come in with his little circuit breaker, put it in. But they do take it. They're busy. Mm-hmm. And so she does. She goes right in. And yeah, everything seems to work well. The funny thing that I thought was going to happen, it doesn't, but it kind of does. It wouldn't make sense. But I really thought this was going to be one of those where she gets in, boop, 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 off she goes. All of a sudden, Darth Vader comes, hey, where the hell are we going? Like, he was in the back waiting to go somewhere. <laughs> but this is where you do see Zara uh, ended up knowing this was going down. Actually, when this was sent, she's too smart, and she is. And she ends up, she's waiting. She And, and now we have a fight, and she's in that armor that looks Have like, we seen her in that in armor? Yeah, I think we did before, because we said it's like almost like the kind of Darth Vader look, but not Without as complete, the face mask. right, and the face yeah. deal. And, yeah, she's there, and she's hands-on, so I'll give her the deal. I mean, and she is really kick-ass. She's, she's so really, excited. Well, oh, yeah, she thinks this is great. Now, the thing is, and you have Shara react, and it's Shara and Zara. She ends up reacting, and she's going to shoot her, and she just destroys it. She has a sword, and, you know, it's like a vibroblade is what Shara she has. Not Zara. a lightsaber, but, yeah, I know. Yeah. And so um, when she does this, I kept thinking, She's not going to kill her, though she ends up running the sword right in. The, I'm, what are you doing? Because Zara's too smart to not. she got a kidney at least. Yeah. She's too smart to not let this be bait for the <laughs> rebels. I mean, here you go. When she finds out that this is somebody who personally knows everybody, I don't think Zara gives up any or Shara gives up anything. But still, but I do like the idea if you've just started reading this and there, I think that this issue would get you fired up. Even if you don't know who Zara is, all of a sudden, maybe the play here, though, is 
if you just started reading, you might not realize that's actually Zara. You might think that she sent somebody, but mm-hmm. it'd be pretty cool. Like, holy crap. Yeah, this? It's, who's this Who's this girl? She's dressed up like Darth Vader. She's using a Vibra sword. Not even that. I love the idea where she goes, you are an arrogant piece of crap, and I've met Luke Skywalker. And I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> he deserves and it. Get, yeah, and would get people really fired up. If you're I agree. Even if I got fired up. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. here's the problem here. You end up having Zara and Shara, right? I love both of them. I'm actually really liking Zara. We haven't seen her in a while because she seemed to take a little break while we did the, the War of the Bounty Hunter. She's just flying around. I kind of, when she throws shade at Luke, who is my favorite character, I a lot of people don't like him at, like, say, a Han, but I always was a Luke guy. But I like, I, he is a whiny jerk, especially mm-hmm. at this point. So when she throws shade, I'm like, you, you're zipping up my list of characters there, Zara. I, I think that she's really cool, and it's a shame that it doesn't seem like you can have her continue on because of the idea. Now, yeah, she could get, you know, sent somewhere because she gets in trouble and then come up mm-hmm. late. But, you know, we don't see her at all in Return of the Jedi. So the idea, maybe, maybe they do end up like she doesn't fulfill her mission and you end up having the Emperor Darth, they send her off to some you know, backwoods place. And then because I really like her, I think she's really oh, cool. She's great. And the idea here is she goes there. She, this is a rebel who's infiltrated her ship and she, she doesn't even have back. She's like, I'm doing this myself. And you don't see that a lot with any of the higher ups. I mean, most of the higher ups are there jumping out of hyperspeed too quick and getting choked out. And you know, all these old guys and stuff like that. She's pretty cool. And yeah, she ends up running the sword into. You see, it goes all the way through, right? Yeah, Shara. Yeah, yeah, it's all the way through into the panel. Yeah, you know, there, and you see blood. I was going to say maybe she kind of. No, it's coming out of her mouth. That's a bad sign. Yeah, you could play the idea if you wanted to here, but there's blood everywhere. You could play that the armor is too big for her because she's not a store, and it just went through like an empty space, like little nick there. But yeah, no. but if it's bubbling through the mouth, it got it, her lungs or something. Right, and I'm looking, too, at one point, I was hoping maybe she got punched in the face. She did not. So, you see, there's trouble. They I think we'll see her there. in a, uh, I, I predict we'll see her in a back to tank. Oh, yeah, they'll they'll end up, you know, and then I don't be think she would ever let her, her die because they're going to question her. And then user is bait. And yep. She's probably going to say, they're probably going to send a fake transmission, yep, something like this, stuff. right? But mm-hmm. in the meantime, I'm not aware that Kess is not listening to Bon Mava and he's, Screw it. We got to go save her. And I love this because I got fired up. I actually got a little choked up. And I, I maybe it was because we haven't had issues in a while. It's a good issue. When he goes to the Pathfinders, his team, they're going to follow him no matter what. He goes, uh, Pathfinders, we're going to go right at, because we're family and you're going to have my back. But then goes to the Star. I didn't even think the Starlight Squadron. He says, and you're the family. You know, to Shara, and I know you'll do this. And I'm going right now. And when he gets fired up, this is so much better than a like an Independence Day type speech, right? He mm-hmm. says, "I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna save her. If I can't bring my wife back, I am going to blast that Imperial destroyer, and I'm gonna take that destroyer and cram it right down the Emperor's throat." I'm all fired <laughs> up. I'm gonna have to add that up. right yeah, to the he, palace. He's going right in the palace. He's gonna destroy everything because he's so angry. And so he's going, and I think he's like, yeah, you know, you guys, whatever. And then they stop him and like, you're not going to go alone. And they all come together. I'm like, that's awesome. 
Like I'm, I'm more fired up about this ending well, than I was of anything in the War of the Bounty Hunters. So he's talking like he's fired up, but he certainly isn't. Doesn't look like he's fired yeah, up. That's yeah, a little bit of a disconnect. Kind of, they're but, like sitting there looking the thinker. But it's pretty calm to me. Up. I ended up saying the f bomb. Better than I say what it is. Yeah. So uh, with all of that, though, I really did like this. I, oh, I, yeah. I really, you know, I'm getting back in the swing of things and whatnot. It's it's weird. Like I said, I don't think we've talked about any issues in like three, four weeks because of the way that it, it ended up going. And I'm glad that they're back. Uh, there's a weird schedule deal. We tried to look into some things, but we'll have the stuff. But what would you give this? Uh, I'm I, I'm going to go with a nine. I really like yeah, it I'm a lot. I'm going nine out of ten as well. Yeah. And yeah, we, we have been up and down on some of the books, but a lot of the stuff has been because of the, the War of the Bounty Hunters. Now, hopefully... With this little delay and getting back to the things, we'll get back to some cool stuff, pick up some, you know, loose threads and stuff. But next week, we end up having the beginning of the Han and Chewbacca book that we'll be talking about. That's a, mm-hmm. a new one that, yeah, I think they ended up because of the idea you can't have anything with Han because he's in carbonite. What the heck? Let's go and do it. And it's, it's set right before New Hope with Chewbacca and Greedo. As a team going and doing stuff for Job of the Hutt. So that should be pretty cool. And we're almost positive that the uh, next issue, Crimson Rain number three, will yes, be Yes, almost out. positive. So that will be cool. Well, we looked at three spa- places. <laughs> Two said it was coming. One didn't. The one that didn't was the actual <laughs> Marvel site. I don't <laughs> understand them. But uh, yeah, we'll be doing those. So yeah, check that out. But that's that. That's it for this podcast. Thanks, everybody. I hope that you're back enjoying the release of the star wars stuff and it's dribs and drabs but we'll see there there's some crazy delay i don't know who what or how and it might be because the books tying into each other and stuff that if one delays you gotta push the other i don't know you can't have too many come out bounty hunters seems to be the book that has a bunch of trouble and i even said we were looking at a schedule and it looked like you know, two bounty hunters books in two weeks that really spells that they fell behind and they did even in the you know, War of the Bounty Hunters. We ended up having that Bounty Hunters issue come out after the fact. and So well, maybe seen, that's the one. But I think we've seen back-to-back Afro books before, yeah, too. So too. they do yeah, it sometimes. Yeah. So there's some weird deals. But something's, you know, delaying stuff. So hopefully everything gets back on track. But everybody, go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Our Instagram, weirdsciencecomic. And our Patreon, patreon.com. Slash Weird Science, where you get a bunch of things, including this and early access. We end up recording this on Fridays, and then usually it goes up. I'm going to start doing that uh, as a solid deal, so you can get this podcast every Friday as books come out. So with that, thank you, Matt. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.